What's up guys, welcome to another episode of the Imperfect Swing Golf Podcast. Today we have a vet, I would say a veteran in the game in terms of writing and penning stories on, on some of the most pivotal moments in the golfing world. And I'll leave it up to Joy just to give us a, a short little intro into who he is and what he does. Hey, thanks Ham uh, for having me over here. And uh, Imperfect Swing is what I have got. If it was, if it was perfect, I would have been playing. But I have to do all the writing instead. <laughs> so, uh, so my name is Joy Chakravarti. I'm I'm from India. Uh, I'm now based in Dubai for the past uh, almost eighteen years. But I started out as a journalist, as a sports journalist in India in 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 the early nineteen nineties. Then got hooked to golf. Uh, which uh, which which was which did not come normally to an Indian who who was more into into cricket. Golf was not that popular in India at that time, and I started as a cricket journalist. But once I started covering golf and and I made a few friends, it was it was all over for cricket. So cricket's loss is golf's gain, I would say. Yes, that's 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 hundred percent correct, and. Funny enough, I was actually having a chat with someone yesterday and I was, you know, commenting on the relationship we build over a round of golf in five hours is sometimes you almost build a, such a close relationship with someone versus, you know, someone you've known for years. You, you almost know more about a person after a round of golf than, you know, friends that you've known for years. That's true. I mean, the greatest character revealer, they say, is a round of golf. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> you, you, you are being refereed by yourself, especially when you are playing with friends. And what you do is shows just what you are. And so many, you know, depending on what you are doing on the golf course, the other person can make so many of so many judgments, so many. I won't say prejudices because that's not a prejudice. It's it's all judgment, character judgment. And that will stay forever because what what he what the guy does over there is definitely going to do that in life as well. Yeah, and it's quite interesting. Yeah, I found like um, a lot of the people that are close within my circle right now are people that I've, I've played golf with and also started off that relationship with golf. So it's it's quite uh, uh, like you mentioned. It it shows who you are, and if you want to know the true self, your true self as well, you know, play a round of golf and you see how it goes. Um, you mentioned your transition from cricket to, to golf. Um, what were some of the, the you know, challenges with that transition? You know, you mentioned golf wasn't a big sport in India back then. But what kind of brought you over into to the golfing world? So I, 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 was a, I was a sports journalist in a newspaper called the Indian Express in Mumbai. And uh, over this, I mean, Mumbai is a... Which I mean, one of the top ten biggest cities in the world, and there are just uh, three golf courses uh, over there actually in in the whole of Mumbai. So one of the golf courses, uh, which is called, which is in a in a, in a suburb called Chembur, and they used to have a few professional golf tournaments and other club tournaments, and I I started going there, and uh, my. My sports editor at that time, he told me that, listen, Joy, I mean, you know, I mean, that was 1994, actually. And he told me that, Joy, I think you should pursue this sport because this is really growing. I mean, at that time, what had happened was there's this guy called Ali Sher in India, a golfer, a professional golfer, who won the Indian Open, which was the only professional tournament which was there in India twice in 1991 and in 1993. So he won it twice. Nobody really expected an Indian to win a professional golf tournament at that time. There was no Jeev Milka Singh. There was no Arjun Athwal or any of those players at that time as well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that really changed. That really got a bit of momentum into Indian golf. And, and my boss told me that, you know, I think this sport is uh, going to, you know, become big in the country. And, and, and I think you should just, you know, try to pick it up. So, uh, his name was Mr. Natarajan from Mumbai Indian Express and he told me to go to the golf club 
and i would go there and there was a professional tournament happening and there were there were a lot of indian professional players at that time playing over there and i went there and i'm pretty used to you know i'm in cricket and cricketers unlike your south africans south african cricketers who are very profe- who were very professional at that time as well in 1993 94 and who would say okay joy um, can we meet at 7 o'clock after the match and before i would reach uh, somebody like hansi kronia or sean pollock would be at at the you know meeting place waiting for me i've never ever had that experience with an indian cricketer even at the club level i've always been you know i mean if somebody says i'll come at 7 o'clock they will come at 9 o'clock or they will say in those days when there was no mobile nothing they i, I would know at around 10 o'clock that he's actually not showing up for the interview yeah. so you know i mean all those things i have been used to as a as a cricket writer and then i find this group of guys who were so good who were i mean i think one of the thing that golf really instills in you is the is the time you know i mean you have to be on time otherwise you yes. get two stroke penalty to start with and then this qualification so i think they really realize the importance of if you give someone the time you should show up at that time and there were this these guys i mean like guys like jeev who who had started to you know earn a name for himself and he would say that i'll be there at 6 and he will be there at 6 and you know you speak to these guys and they were also nice to talk to i mean you would think that these are superstars and you can't nothing was off limit you could ask them everything you could ask them about the round of golf that they had um, everything that they would say would be true uh, and that was that was a fascinating experience for me when i started covering the sport and you know when when because there were not too many sports journalists uh, golf journalists over there in india at that time when when these golfers saw that this guy tries to come tries to follow a few players they took started taking interest in me so i i i mean what is a fade and what is a draw all those kind of things were taught to me by some of the best professional golfers they would take me and they yeah. would show me you know i mean this is fade this is a draw and i would think can the cricketer ever tell me that you know i mean this is the technique that i am using why am i doing this never would that happen but that happened all the time in golf and i was just i was just so taken in by that i said okay this is going to be my sport now so that was around yeah, 1995 i think when when that happened Yeah and it's 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 actually quite funny you bring that up. I think with golfers, you know, everyone started off and I suppose it's like that in every sport, but I think golf there's such a big learning curve that everyone has to go through. You know, with a with cricket I suppose, you know, some people take to it quite quickly. You know, there's not many um, you know, instruments involved. It's it's a bat and ball versus golf there's a wedge, there's a driver, there's irons, there's so many other factors that the learning curve is is much steeper and i think that pros can relate to us you know who aren't you know necessarily equipped <laughs> with the skills and i think you know they understand the struggle and they see that you know everyone just wants to play better golf and i think that's why we see this welcoming in you know with the 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 tips that you you don't necessarily get in other sports you know you don't find ronaldo taking a uh, a journalist and saying this is how i get the dip on a free kick you know because that's kind of also sacred in 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 terms of technique and there's some things that people just don't tell but in golf i mean there's there's so much that you have to learn that you know guys don't mind giving a tip you're there because they can see you need that that little extra help so that is quite quite nice to hear from your end that you felt that welcoming in from from professionals nonetheless guys that who have made it to the top 1% of golfers in in the world um you mentioned you know you've been 95 i mean that's it's it's a while back you know <laughs> just a year before my time just a year um the obviously back then you know uh media was very traditional in a sense of newspaper that was kind of the the main way of getting the the news out we find ourselves now in a world of you know instagram twitter and facebook and LinkedIn as well if you want to throw that in the mix as a journalist you know what are 
what's your, firstly what's your take on the way social media has evolved into into such a pivotal um, tool for everyone on a daily basis and how has it affected you as a journalist and the way you approach things uh, well it, it has affected a lot in the sense that uh, I mean I m- there are not that many newspapers and there are not that many news pages on sports now. So, you know, I mean, it, in that way, it has changed a lot already. I mean, uh, when, 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 I was, when I was a cub reporter, we had so much to write and, you know, I mean, so, many, so much space to write that. Now yeah. you can't really do that. I mean, people are not reading the newspapers that much. Okay, they're reading it on their tablets and other things. Um, the attention span has gone down. Is that the reason? Could be. I mean, I, 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 really, I really don't subscribe to the fact that attention span has gone so, le- so, so down that you don't have time to follow something that you want to. So, for example, what I want to say is that if you want to know about, about COVID, and what's happening, uh, you will try to read about it. I mean, so it, 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 it really depends on what kind of, um, what kind of interests you have. And uh, so, so if you are writing words as against something like a social media where, where it is not very important to have that many words, but, but to convey the emotions fast, uh, Instagram, I don't think, I, I mean, my kids, I see, they don't even read what's written. You put up a pic, good picture and you put up about 200 words be, below that and they're not going to read that. They're just going to say, oh, nice picture and that, that's it. So, I mean, so it, it's, it's just changed so much where words were like so revered at one point. Maybe it is not at this point, but is that true? Not really. I mean, if you see the, the, the New York Times, if you see Washington Post, the, the, the kind of model that they are following, they do really great stories I and mean, people really like to read it. I mean, it's another matter that they do post on social media as well, the links and other things, but people, people are reading still. So it has changed a lot, yes. And, and what has become more important now is that you are social media savvy. That, that surely is uh, the crux of what's happening in the media right now. But, but written word will always matter. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think, you know, when you bring up, you know, the written word and, and how we perceive, you know, words these days, like you mentioned, Instagram is, you know, on the, the aesthetically pleasing side. It's more what the eye sees in terms of an image versus what you, you know, no one's, very seldom will we click the read more <laughs> on the caption. Um, and I think, you know, with social media gaining this this importance in, in news as well, I mean, it's literally where everyone gets their news from. Um, how do you feel that, for instance, you as a, you know, journalist who's earned your stripes, you've been in the game for a very long time, will start competing with, for instance, not necessarily journalists, but influencers who are you know reporting on <laughs> events and and things along those lines how do you take to that competition because obviously they they gain their their following from being an influencer not necessarily from being a journalist so it's it's tough is it tough for you to kind of compete with that or do you just do your own thing and and not even look at it see the thing is that if an influencer can if an influencer knows his golf and, and and is doing his stuff his or her stuff i mean for example i mean one of the perhaps the best known name in golf social media right now is Paige Spernak. and she she is really yeah. good actually i mean she's not just good looking she's actually a good golfer she knows her stuff so i mean i really don't mind anybody like that well, if, if somebody comes in who, who, who can pitch in something like, you know, a 55-inch TV and, and they want to do something in golf, 
I don't mind again because I know that I am better than them. I mean, they 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 may have fifteen fifty thousand followers who will who will look at that. But if somebody is really interested in the sport, which is which is what we as purists are there, I know that he or she is going to look at what I am posting and will gain far more um, insight and knowledge from my post rather than an influencer's post. So I'm I, I'm I'm quite okay with that. I mean, I, that's 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 the fact of life right now. Yeah, it's always. I mean, it's always interesting to to hear, you know, in in my case with the the photography and video side, you know, here in South Africa, the the in terms of the media side, it's very old still. You know, I'm I'm probably the youngest person who's capturing golf, and. You know, it's always interesting just to hear the the voices in the room, you know, with with regards to you know the ease of access now because now everyone can afford a good camera. Whereas back, you know, quarter ten years ago, to get uh, a sports camera was a one DX and it was, you know, hundred thousand rand. And now you can get a Sony that shoots better images than that for for a quarter of the price. So, you know, it's 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 almost like um, in some cases you always find like this gatekeeping. You know, in in certain um, spheres of of media, so it's always interesting to to hear you know from a someone who's been you know at the top of golf stories to hear your your take on you know the new age in media. Um, firstly, uh, I, know, I've seen I, on I, your, one thing I, I would say, Shan. Uh, just I like to add to it. I mean, one of the things yes. that probably you know I mean probably influences my opinion on this is because. I was the media manager for the Indian after after I left Indian Express. I was the media manager of the Indian PGA Tour for seven years, seven of the best years of my life. And at that time, Indian golf was really booming. And I really welcome people. I mean, if if suppose tomorrow somebody without a knowledge of golf wants to come to a tournament, and I am the media manager, I will try to welcome that person, and I'll try to. I'll try to teach him a few things. You know, I mean, like for example, if there's a new photographer who has come to the come to a tournament, and he really doesn't know where to stand when a player is hitting the ball and things like that, I'll go and tell him that. But but I would really love people to come, more young people to come and start covering the game. It doesn't. You don't only have to write about the sport. There are so many things that can be done with it. I mean, so social media. If any of the youngster comes and he just does ten posts and puts some couple of nice pictures, that's also a contribution to the game. So you know, I mean, I, I I'd welcome it any time. Yeah, I think, uh, and and that's sometimes where I feel there's a. A, a a lot of work to do in this in in terms of golf specifically because. In general, golf is a, a hard to access sport from the standpoint of playing, and then to to go into the working um, kind of area of golf, it's also hard to access. And if you haven't been in this um, in the inner circles and know the people, it's tough to actually feel comfortable and actually learn and and progress. And I think what you mentioned is, you know, I actually have a, a good mate who who was a pivotal role in my photography career, and he. I was just doing a social media role at one of the events and I had my camera and this is only four years ago. So it's not even that long ago. And he kind of just gave me a few pointers. And, and from there, I went to the world of YouTube and I'll just mention uh, Tyron uh, Winfield. So you guys can check him out. I'll leave his link below. But um, he kind of gave me a few tips that were very important for me at that moment, just to receive that. Listen, you know, someone who's been in the game for a while you know, do this, have the settings on this. This is what I do. And it just made that learning curve so much easier for me and almost made me feel welcome. Whereas before it's, you, you kind of just tiptoeing and you're scared that you don't want to make an error. Obviously, because I knew golf and where not to stand and, you know, I understood where, you know, that part of it, but it's the, the capturing that I didn't understand. And he took the time like you would and say, listen, this is the best way to do this. And, you know, put your camera on this setting and do this. And it's small things like that that change the perspective on on the way we perceive golf. You know, I had the 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 
the view of a golfer from a golf a golfing perspective and not from the the media role and and as i transition into this media role things have changed in the way i see golf as well and and it's 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 worrying at times because i feel like we should be a bit more open to a few different voices whereas now i feel like we kind of just hearing from the same people over and over again i don't know if that is that something that you feel as well that we we haven't been open to to you know widening the 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 voice that that can be heard of golf i i think you have got a point over there uh whether more people want to come in and become golf journalist if if that is the issue whether more people are not coming in or is it because the existing people are trying to protect their own territory i don't think the second part is true you know i mean like everyone knows i mean even if he is uh, the correspondent of the times or, or or new york times he knows that there are only that many golf events he can cover he is not sure whether he will have the job after 2 or 3 years i think nobody is now trying to protect the territory as much as there there are some of the old time journalists who would rather have so so for example i think i think i think you must have seen there was this uh, president's cup where the barstool video guys were giving high fives to players and and there was yes. a little bit of controversy around that okay an old time journalist and even even i would count myself in that i wouldn't really encourage somebody to just go and start fist pumping with with players and things like that even you know i mean i i can understand if he's a good friend of yours and you hug him after a tour- tournament and if he has won a tournament but but over overt show of emotion as a journalist is something that was frowned in our day and age we were we were we were brought up saying that you are not a fan you are have to be i mean you 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 can be a fan of the sport but you are not a fan of jeev milgar singh going over there and just shouting at the top of your lungs you have to still be very objective in what you are writing yeah and that's what we were brought up on so and and that is something that i would expect from any of the young journalists i mean there are times especially in cricket i've seen when i am still covering cricket and uh, during the world cup and during matches in india if i've covered them that there are so many young uh, especially in television and uh, you know who are so just enamored who are so overawed by the fact that they are getting to speak to somebody like a sachin tendulkar or a, or a virat kohli that you can see that he is actually he or she is slipping in his real job you know i don't want that to happen to any of the journalists i mean i would rather have i i, I would teach anybody i would encourage anybody but i i wouldn't like somebody getting so excited that he goes on to the 18th green and you know do something <laughs> so yeah yeah that 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 is a a thing that i found you know cuz my journey in golf media came it kind of escalated so quickly to a point where i went from a year of watching the netbank golf challenge you know guys on the on the driving range from a distance and and you know marveling at the swing of nicolas colsarts and henrik stenson and all these players and then within a two year span i'm now shooting and and interviewing some of these players at the SA Open and Joburg Open and i would say that it does make a difference if you you learn how to separate the fandom from your job because then you like you mentioned you still have to be objective in the questions you ask and the stuff that you 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 cover and i found that now i'm not even that in a way i'm not even that much of a a fan of the game or of players per se like directly of a certain player like there's obviously a few players that I'm still very um big on in terms of supporting and and you know sh- screaming for them if you want to put it that way but um I find myself now it's just part of the job like you got to speak to you know uh, Nicholas Hogyard and 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 those are just players and that's just part of the job now and I think 
what you mentioned is being objective is is still very key in in the work we do i mean you know i i know that i mean if as a south african if 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 there is somebody like charles or or louis they are playing well you would be excited i mean i i am excited when anirban or shubhankar makes five birdies in a row or something like that you just can't prevent that from happening but yeah i mean that kind of that has to show through your work as well i mean people should know that okay you are you are a south african at heart you are getting excited by your south african players but as i said i mean there is there's a limit to which you can take that you know yeah no i 100% agree and sometimes and it's so funny now like with the solheim cup that just uh, passed uh, last night um how the the certain like for instance the low laying up um guys that were there covering the event and how they expected USA to lose i think i can't remember who tweeted but someone tweeted you know the USA is going to get slapped um <laughs> this evening and he got so much backlash for it because he's they asking how can you be american and you're not cheering for america and and he was just being like you know it's the facts like <laughs> this is just the way it is so It, it, from that point of view i think that's fair because he's looking at it objectively and he's being honest with himself he's like you know the you know we're not in a position to win right now our, our players it kind of feels like he actually i'll find the tweet but it, he actually used the words you know it's cut from the same cloth from the rider cup team which for me was a i i almost took that as an insult myself to the the team the 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 ladies team because i feel like they more you know in 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 sync with each other versus the men because the men there's so much um of this back and forth with you know Brooks and Bryson and that's obviously reached its its peak what was by the way what was your take on the Brooks and Bryson and how media have kind of um taken to that story and and it's obviously way past its its due um it's 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 basically expired now but it's still being dragged along by the media as well and it will be because rider cup is coming and you know i mean one thing i have to give to the the european media pack not many of them remaining actually but they would really find out things about this and they will rake it out and they will bring it out again just before the tournament starts so it's going to be there at least till the end of the rider cup but you know what uh I think the PGA Tour's decision to throw out fans because they are shouting Brooksy at uh, at Bryson. I mean, so many things are being shouted at the players. I mean, these guys. I mean, if you really ask any of the players, they're they're most of the times they're used to things being said to them. It is it is only it only bothers a player when it is when somebody shouts right at the. when 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 they're going on the downswing apart from that i don't think any player ever in case of bryson obviously because of what has happened with brooks it's been it's he may feel a bit more about this but otherwise players really don't i mean if you are a professional player and you get hassled by these kind of things then then it's it's really difficult for you to be a player I mean can you imagine what kind of things that are said to I mean I know it, the proximity is not that much in case of football field but but what kind of things are being said on a football field to players I mean you 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 saw the 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 European uh, championship and and what happened to the English players I mean if you if you compare to what happened with all these guys Marcus Rashford and other people uh what happens in golf is nothing i mean it's it's really nothing i mean it's it's like somebody saying hey well played marcus that's it i mean what's brooksy compared to the kind of abuse that that these three guys got after the european championship yeah and i mean also the the fact that he he himself said that he actually enjoys it at at one point he actually said i i don't mind it you can you can call me brooksy so he 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 also played his role in this and i think that's what everyone is kind of saying you know you you also you know pulled pulled at the string a bit yourself and you benefited because 
you got more traction in the news your sponsors are happy they're getting pictures posted like you know you're getting the attention and i think yeah it's almost it, it's a little because there was times where sergio i mean sergio used to get a lot of um backlash on the and a lot of um chance at him as well back i mean he has had plenty examples especially in big time moments um because of his rivalry with tiger and his his uh, little back and forth with tiger that used to come in and post match comments or post round comments and it's it's funny to see how you know now obviously it's an american he's one of the best players obviously it, that's now taken you know the commissioner to come out and and basically bring out this you'll be thrown out if you if you mention this so it is quite an interesting take on on it all joy um we've obviously talked a lot about professional golf and 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 you know the the media side but from your perspective what's your your take on the status of golf you know there's this growing movement and i've mentioned in the previous episode of the podcast with uh, Dylan Naidu there's this push to move towards a diverse inclusive part of golf and to make golf a more welcoming sport in in a sense um what's your take on that obviously you very entrenched in asian golf um what's you know from your perspective how how have you seen this this move towards a diverse game okay so um it it's it's a very deep question it's it it needs to be thought out and and detailed but uh, no i think i still think there's a lot of uh, uh the inclusivity is still not there in the sense that if tomorrow there's a tour championship and i can assure you that if there is a non us or a non european player who is who is who is winning the tour championship there will be several articles saying that the tour championship is i mean it doesn't mean anything um mm. it it was not interesting the television ratings dipped why would television rating dip if uh, say i mean for example hideki wins the tour championship why should it i mean did he not play good golf so i mean I, it's just starting from there i mean you know rnd about 3 years ago did this inclusion of women in golf kind of they put a charter together and so that women are encouraged to play golf why are we why do we still have to do this at this stage of you know when in 2019 20 if we have to tell people that you know women should be playing golf why should we come to that point so i mean for example the pga tour or or the european tour they have so many staff working over there the european tour goes to how many countries i mean i think 18 con- 18 countries is yeah. it used to go to at one point i've not seen a single indian staff on the european tour i if they have a few staff in south africa looking after just the south african tournaments that's it how many south africans do you think despite winning all the major championships and being such a big force in european tour how many south africans are working at mentworth at the headquarter uh i don't think so i don't think yeah. even one so all this talks of inclusivity is very nice but but there has to be that the the bigger tours have to do a lot more i mean in terms of making sure i mean okay uh, so for example if the media says that the tournament was not that in, interesting because a tiger or a, or a rory mcelroy did not win it i mean the tours can't stop it but they can still do so much of promotion is being done all around i mean for if if european tour is doing say uh, hit that like with the uh, they have done with a couple of players where you hit 100 shots and can you get a hole in one 
why can't they do it with a, a Thai player when when a tournament is going on in in Wentworth? Why should they have only only British players doing that at that time? You know, have a Thai and a and a South African player hitting hitting shots against each other at during that tournament. I mean, I can obviously they will try to do something with the Thai players when the tournament is in Thailand or or. when the tournament is in south africa they will try to include south african players because that makes sense but i want them to be doing more things when they are away and in their territory so that these guys become more popular more well known you know so yeah no no i i'm i'm with the same sentiment as well it's it's all nice to 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 mention inclusivity and and being diverse and and bringing up all these points but without action it's it's meaningless um and it's almost even more insulting in a way <laughs> because it's like okay you you want to do something but then you just you just saying it for you know to save face or just to put up a perception that something is is going to be done and i feel the same you know when you mentioned the the big tours it's difficult to to take what they say to heart when at the core of their functions they are merely just one type of person so whether they be you know just white people or you know and and it's almost discouraging to work in the industry at times where you look in and and that's the picture you're seeing to be honest from 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 me being a young person and seeing that and and it's almost a bit discouraging if i'm being honest and i see it here in south africa as well there's times where in the media center i would be the only non-white person and that's sad because there are plenty of people who can be you know filling up these roles as well so i think um it 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 needs a lot of work and it needs to start you know obviously there's development programs in in every country you know in america they they're speaking on you know um all these different programs in place and same here in South Africa but also the main thing is to to have the people who are seen at the highest you know and the most prestigious tournaments to also have that there i mean the the masters having um that that tributes with the the first tee shots um this this past year and you invite your 27 uh, i think it was 20 or odd uh, professional black professional golfers were PGA approved and and so on have them at the tournament for that year but i'm thinking why isn't this happening every week you know why why are we not seeing these people um you know that presence on a on a regular basis why is it only because there's a black person doing the the tee off at the masters now we invite them so it's it's this we need we need a more <laughs> we need a more um i don't want to say serious approach i just want a more genuine an authentic take to this inclusivity um march that people are so keen to go on you know i i i would say don't get disheartened if if that that yeah. is the word that you use um because there are so many good people in the sport and and you will find in the long run in the long run i think you will really enjoy being a journalist because you will be meeting so many amazing people um having said that Yes I I agree with what you are saying that there should be more done and uh, I mean there has to be some kind of for example that the R&D doing about that women and golf charter there was so much of intent in doing that they put together so many program there are so many women playing golf in the UK and 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 in Europe after that the number increased as as well you know that is the kind of you just can't say that let's have inclusivity and and i mean and just and just finish it i mean for example the 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 physically challenged golfers who are playing the edga the disabled golfers association yes. when they have tournaments now with the european tour i mean that's a, that's a great first step but uh, how can you now take this forward because there are only about whatever 10 players or 12 players that they have uh who are playing now can you can you bring some more of these disabled golfers uh during tournament can you make really good programs where you decide that okay we are doing this 
with the EDGA. Let's now do something with every tournament or, you know, you just pick up 10 tournaments where we, we bring in 10 or 12 of disabled golfers and we, you know, interact with players, try to hit a shot and do things like that. So there has to be more than just um, just talking and, and doing something big for one or two weeks. I'd rather have something small being done almost every week. That, that, that will create more of a impact. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that, you know, you and the Sunshine Tour have been pretty good. Um, obviously, with COVID, we've had to, you know, adjust accordingly and, and choose the safer role in this. But, you know, on a weekly basis, what was nice to see is that on the Wednesday, we'd have a, a, a clinic where we'd have, you know, diverse groups of people coming and interacting with pros. And, you know, that was always nice to see. And the fact that it was a weekly thing made it more... Um, more genuine, you know. It's not like only when it's the SA Open or the Joburg Open that we bring this for the cameras. cameras, which is something I really don't like. I mean, because that that's something. I mean, you you look at a big tournament and you just want to do something around it, and then you forget it for the rest of the year. That is not. I mean, it it is not a show that you want to put up for a few people. I mean, if you you should really have good intent. I mean, grass. If you want to show that grassroots, the golf is developing, try to do it throughout the year. I mean, even if you can make three or four golfers out of the 40, 50 odd kids that you get in, I mean, I'm just say talking about Dubai DP World Tour Championship. You know, I'm such a big tournament. A lot of thing is done. Um, there are so many tournament uh, the sponsors involved so you know you bring bring out kids and everything and so for one week these kids are having a great time they get to speak to Rory McIlroy and Paul Casey and then after that what nothing instead I mean can't you just put a little bit of money from even from that program and just make sure that you have four or five camps with the local professional over here and just, I mean, out of that 50 guys, that 50 little kids who are coming for the tournament, even if two or three become regular golfers and become good, that's more important, I think. Yeah. And and it, it's just, you know, the, that intent is, is so key. You know, what's your intention behind this, you know, that you, you're trying to put through? And, you know, with... Um, us being in the media side we see we see through the 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 smoke and mirrors you know we we know the intent and we can pick up on it with you being so um you know involved with asian golf how is that um reception to asian golf being taken across on the other side of the world you know um we've had the for instance in the olympics just recently with uh in, indians golfer aditi she obviously you know kind of shook the 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 world so it seemed you know because it it got quite a bit of attention which is nice to see um and you've obviously had you know shabanka sharma who's he's still you know he had that great season where he was you know winning over here in, at the Joburg open um how is it for you do you find that these stories of of asian golfers are being well received outside of asia or do you find that the the the, the audience is still very very um, home-based. Okay, so the kind of stuff that Aditi did at the, at the Olympics, I mean, it was, it created, uh, because there was so much interest in India, I mean, that, I mean, people getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning and watching golf, uh, it was unheard of. And so that really caught the attention of the world as well. And obviously, I mean, Aditi played so well. I mean, her putting was off the charts, really. I mean, uh, I know people who were just watching that that telecast just to see how she how she parts. You know, there's there's yeah. a couple of guys uh, who messaged me from US and all who were watching the tournament, saying that I just want to get the process of her, the routine that she follows while putting. 
so i mean when something like that happens i mean there is obviously great interest i mean shubhankar getting into the masters the getting an invite to go to the masters uh, or say you know anir anirban lahiri finishing fifth in the pga championship Th- those are those are moments that need to be harnessed and taken forward is it is it creating a lot of ripple outside of asia and outside of india for that moment it does if somebody some some player is playing well but as i said it has to be more see asian tour itself i mean the asian golf itself is going through a really terrible time at the moment yeah. there there've not been any tournament for past 18 months now and uh, and and you can imagine what what the players are going through some of them who were who were professionals were just depending on that so so we is it what's the outside world doing for that if 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 that is what i mean if if what the asians have done so far has it made an impact and in in europe and in 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 us and if they are trying to do something for these players i don't think so i i, I haven't seen any i mean have they tried to invite say three or four players from the asian tour who have not been able to play the top out of the top 10 to tournaments in europe or or us no nothing like that has been done so obviously they they also had a terrible time and and they want to look after their members but uh, no no such move has been made so i i don't know i mean like when when something is when when aditi ashok happens there's a lot of you know interest in in india and in golf aditi ashok we we need to somehow just keep carrying that story forward and you know keep them in the i mean we have we also have got a responsibility to play in this and more and more journalists need to be making sure i mean that asian golf is talked about more uh, than just you know i mean then if if there's a cricket match happening let's not forget that there's something called golf yeah yeah that 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 is an interesting point that you know obviously i mean i don't even know how many events have been cancelled but i can imagine quite a lot over the past 2 years in in asia i i mean i don't even know what's the current status to be honest after march 14 20 uh 2020 which was the malaysian open final day no tournament has been played since then so 18 months yeah. and i mean there, there there was actually times i actually enjoy um watching the the asian swing um waking up you know when i'm up it, it's already halfway through you know the days of play and i actually enjoyed that 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 stretch of golf and it actually i was thinking about it the other day i actually was just thinking you know because when i would watch you know the 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 names of scott hind who does really well in asia and those kind of stories i was just sitting and reflecting the other day and wondering you know when when is this gonna you know what i haven't heard of this stretch of events and yeah i think that's an interesting point that you bring up that nothing's being done from the the people who are resuming golf um to to kind of get that you know a little you know even if it's like you mentioned inviting the top 10 of the order of merit or the top 5 or something you know something could be done surely because it 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 is such an important part of of golf as well i mean and and your your point of the 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 stories of aditi and for instance matsuyama winning the masters it's almost like it gets hyped up because of the 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 initial um shockwave it sends to the home country and it's nice to report oh in india 5 million people search golf because of uh, you know aditi at at, at the, the the olympics and once that fades away it's almost like it's not a trending subject so we don't cover it anymore so th- so that's the the that's the reception i get you know it was nice when you know with japan um seeing hideki put on the green jacket and it was nice to to for the american um media to cover it from that angle like oh 10 million people watched Hideki win the Masters but after it, it kind of just fades away and we lose you know sense of of the the gravity of that moment as well yeah true so i mean and 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 
what the other toes should really you know uh, also realize is that asian tour and 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 i'm not just talking asian tour i mean if if we are talking of the two biggest tours european tour and the pga tour they should realize that the south african sunshine tour the 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 asian tour the japan tour these are important part of the overall fabric of the game you know you do you think i mean if there is nothing happening in asia is it good for golf in general uh and i mean it's then it will be a cocoon view you know you will think that oh in in us the number yeah. of rounds have gone up by 23% and you know i mean the ratings have gone up that's fine but but just imagine i mean you you're losing out so many people who who could have increased that number even further so and and just just see i mean like you from being from south africa you will you will really appreciate i mean how many south african golfers who have been to say asian tour and earned their living and done so well i mean justin harding is perhaps the best example i can give right now i mean he he has just exploded onto the world golf because of i mean what he did on the asian tour he won three tournaments on the asian tour so you know i mean after that i mean he's he's all over the place he's playing, still playing so well this is, there are so many examples like this i mean jb kruger was another example i mean how what kind of people used to talk of him like the next tiger woods yeah. almost you know uh, it's it's a, it's a sad matter that he is not really I mean, he's doing all right now again in japan and but you know i mean like it's just you need to have these kind of pockets in world golf to to make it even more beautiful i agree 100% and for instance another example show norris is i mean he's done more he's i mean he's really um it's almost like this is his second home <laughs> and and he's he's applied his trade so well in the Japan tour and he's won and he's he's earned a, a very good living and obviously this whole stop start and and not even starting anymore you know with the Asian tour has obviously affected everyone and now you know players are just unsure of and it, it comes back to what i was saying to you before we started recording and pursuing a career in pro golf is expensive and the fact that you're not having events means you're sitting at home with no money and you 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 literally just living on maybe if you had a good season you probably just exhausting those funds now so and for the and the guys who are lower on the order of merits are sitting at home thinking is golf still for me do i go and find something else um do i go back and finish varsity or you know college so there's it's such a you know um the ripple effect is so massive and i think that's what we haven't really come to terms with from you know the the acknowledgement from the bigger tours is that ripple effect will show in the next few years that we won't have that that few players or the, a, a big amount of players coming from those tours because you know players will either not carry on they'll have to build up that that performance level again because they haven't been competing so there's so many factors to to really take in here one of the the last things i want to ask you is what is the best story that you've written or the best event that you've been at or covered um whether you have been there um physically or you know remotely either or now if one of the finest memory of mine is when i went to went to the us to cover golf for the first time it was in 2002 us open at bethpage actually 2001 sorry there is 2001 when jeeb was invited to play there was a tournament called the international in denver very nice tournament very well loved tournament it's no longer on the tour uh, it had stay modified stable sports scoring but uh, yeah 2002 was the us open was my first major and i'm never going to forget it also because of the sergio garcia thing i mean he had that uh, starting uh, uh, the stutter at the start of his swing and the new york crowd gave him so much crap you know uff uh, and then film everyone serenading film mickelson because his birthday almost always 
falls during the US Open. So that was very nice. But the my most favorite tournament, if you ask me, was the 2019 Masters. Because what Tiger Ma- did at that tournament, and I've grown up as somebody who has, who has, you know, from day one of my golf journalism day, Tiger Woods was like the most, uh, should I say, well-known name first of all I mean if 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 in India at that time I mean because I had a little more knowledge than others maybe I would talk about Fred Couples and Greg Norman but anybody else you ask and there was only one golfer's name which would come out and that was Tiger Woods so to see him win after all those years and 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 to get his 16th major was very special uh, that that was, that, in fact, I mean you know, very few times you start tearing up as a journalist. But but what Tiger had to go through and what happened over there, it was a moment just like that. I mean, you could actually feel it. You could feel your hair stand when he made that part twenty one. And uh, as for the best story that I think I've written, I mean it's it's. You know, as a journalist, what happens is that every time you write one story, if I write a story today, and if I come back to it after, say, one year, I would say, what crap I have written. I mean, I could have added so many things. Uh, Why did I start with that? So you are always, you think that you have not done a good job with whatever story you have done. But one one story that always stands out for me is this golfer from Afghanistan, who came to play the Asia Pacific Amateur Championship when it was held in uh, China last last year, 2019. And uh, so we started talking and it was such an amazing story that came out of it. Uh, him talking about how the Kabul Golf Club is a nine-hole course where you, you can find... A shell of bombs. Uh, you can find landmines. Uh, how he has he has got death threats because Americans used to play in that golf club. Uh, how he has tried to teach girls. I think that was one of the most uh, interesting story that I did, and it came out pretty well as well. So I mean, like, I was very proud of that story. Yeah, that that does sound. Maybe I need a I need to look that one up and and give it a read because that does sound. Especially now, I mean, obviously there's there's quite a lot going on in Afghanistan with the the recent uh, turmoil, and yeah, those those stories do kind of bring a little bit of hope, I guess, you know, back into into the world. And that's what's so special about sports is that it allows those type of stories to to come out and and kind of you know um, reach people that for instance, normal news wouldn't reach. Um, and, and it's quite, it's quite uh, special, like you mentioned. And Joy, before I let you go, you know, I mentioned at times I feel, I, I would feel kind of discouraged. You know, what advice do you have for, for me and then for younger people in media from journalists to uh, content creators to photographers? Because you've, you've been around so many different um almost generations and it's not an insult in any way um it's more just a form of respect you know that you've you've been able to you know rub shoulders with the best and you yourself as being one of the most recognized in the, in the field as well what advice do you have for for us see i think the first thing first uh and this i think everyone would say that is to have a passion for what you're doing and Especially, see, so content creation is a very wide term. But in that, yeah. I mean, if you have, if, if there's someone like you who is, who is passionate about golf and wants to create content, it will show, you know, your content will be different. And it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of, you know, uh, opening a, a Twitter or an Instagram account. You will see that the first hundred followers are the most difficult to get the next 900 you will still struggle 
but after that once people know you that you provide good content that number will keep on growing so you got to have patience first of all and you and another very important thing is to have a style of your own so i mean it's not just it's not just creating videos in some way but as i said just to have that thing that you know if someone wants to know about shan they know that you know i mean he's going to give us good golf content if you can make that kind of specialization and that kind of a thing i mean it's it's going to be players are going to recognize you they they will know that you know i mean i mean you do do good stuff and obviously the the last thing i would say the fourth thing is that you got to i mean even if you are the best golfer you are going to put in that many hours you know that isn't it i mean i mean even tiger woods as world number 1 was still beating the ball for 7 8 hours he would still go to the mm. gym and you know it is very important that you read other people's work you try to increase your knowledge and that is the best way to grow really i mean there are so many times that i've read something i mean I, I, very recently i'll give you i'll give you an example i mean i was i was i was reading a a novel by raymond chandler and he's got a very you know witty dry witty smell style of writing uh and he writes you know uh, uh murder mysteries and and i mean he was 1930s and a writer of that era and i was i was reading that and i was thinking that why can't i write a golf story like this you know can i can i bring something like what he has written into a golf story okay i might not be able to write a book like him but you know can i write a story when i'm talking about say somebody like uh, who has got a swagger or something can i can i describe that golfer the way raymond chandler has done in his books and so so that's the kind of inspiration that you need to get so those are the four things i would say which i think any i mean if you have any of if if you have all that four you're going to just get better and better at your job and you're going to enjoy it because you've got a passion for it yeah no no the exactly i think that's the the main thing is that that first thing is the passion i suppose and that triggers everything else and allows you to to grow and and almost um evolve as as someone in your field i think that's important to note so i'll take that on board joy i i appreciate you know you and everything that you do um and i like your your twitter bio you know bringing you know the joy of golf you know that that's and and your little hashtag as well that's quite cool i think um you do do that firstly and you also amplify stories that need to be heard so we we have to to uh thank you for for everything you do for the golfing world thank you shan and it was a pleasure talking to you and hopefully once this thing gets off the air this covid thing and if i come down to the to south africa someday let's have a round of golf together i love south africa by the way i mean I went to the south african open uh, at pearl valley and had the best time of my life uh, went for a family holiday in 2016 and my kids and my wife we just enjoyed south africa so much want to be there soon yeah i was i was actually speaking to obviously you know lali um stander and she was saying that you yeah and and she was saying that you you love south africa so i was going to bring that in um where where would you want to play golf right now if you could play any golf course in south africa where would you where would you tee it up ha huh. i've heard so much about ubai uh the ernials course and and i i love ernials to death i mean like i've i've admired him so much and his golf swing and the and the kind of you know i mean i don't know because he sees me on the tour and he knows that i am an indian i mean there used to be a time whenever i used to see ernie he would come and say so what's happening in the test match he's he's a cricket mad guy so you know i mean and he's a big fan of rahul dravid and he would 
every time you tell if you meet rahul dravid tell him arnit said he's the best batsman in the world <laughs> so but you know and so ubai is one that i really want to play because i've heard so many good things about it and obviously i mean you you guys have got so many amazing golf courses that you know i mean like it would be leopards creek i mean i i, I don't know what to carry whether the, should i carry my clubs or should i carry my uh, camera uh, you know so many lastly you mentioned the camera obviously on your social media you post pictures now and again that you take yourself what what's your camera gear breakdown what camera do you have and what lenses uh okay i have a canon which one is that us 50d i think that's yes, the one yeah see the the thing is that i i am not a i'm not a very technical photographer okay but yeah. somehow i i i think i've got a good eye for a composition so for example i will like if somebody wants to can see something nice happening over here and he wants to take picture from here i would take picture from here but i also want to take picture from right there i mean from the other side yeah and and that has helped me get some good pictures which have been appreciated i mean if 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 david cannon who is like the the guru of golf photography he's like the god of golf photography if he has complimented me 3 4 times Uh, you on the right that track. That means I'm right doing track. something something right. I mean I may not be able to give him uh say the 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 best explanation about the exposure or depth of field or other things but you know I mean he 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 will tell me that you know that's a picture which has been taken properly. That that's that's the thing, you know. I really enjoy that when I get a good picture. And with that joy I think when you do eventually make the trip down to south africa we'll play a round of golf and then we'll also maybe cover a, a golf event that would be nice to to have you and and for one of the sunshine tour events i think that would be quite special as well absolutely leopard creek i'll come over there okay it's a, it's a it's a deal we'll we'll pin that in the schedule and and we'll make it happen <laughs> absolutely done Thanks Joy, thanks for your time and your insight into to the world of golf. Uh, always appreciated and and keep on doing what you're doing and we'll keep on reading. Thanks Jan. All the best man. Have fun.